0: Hey listener, welcome back to the Sudden Returns Podcast. Today it's just going to be Justin, and Jesse could not make it over to re-record episode 6. Unfortunately, it got lost, so I am going to record a solo episode today. Um, I'm going to do my best to recount what we had talked about initially, Um, but it's mostly going to be... my perspective, uh, from Jesse's wedding, because that's what we had talked about last time. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoy. So it's been a while since I've recorded a solo episode, um, and I'm a little crunched for time. I need to leave for class in like 30 minutes. So I think I can get this recorded before that happens. Hopefully I don't have to restart a couple more times. Um, So if you haven't been listening to the last few episodes, um, you would not have known that my co-host Jesse uh, just got married. Um, And wow, that that was something else. I have never been um, in a wedding party before, um, I've never helped out with weddings before, um, I've been to weddings, I've been a couple of, of my family's weddings, uh, but I was never, like, that involved, um, you know, it's kind of just like a show up and, you know, wish them well kind of thing, um, yeah, and so so I was his best man. That was uh quite the job. Um I don't know, I guess I don't really know what I should. So I guess okay. So for me, um I I've never been in a position like that before. I've never been in a position where uh, like there's a lot of people calling on you. Um, which was, it was exciting and, and nerve wracking and, uh, anxiety producing. Um, but it was fun. It was cool. You know, if, if there was a way to do that professionally, um, you could write a a bad screenplay about it. Um, but you know, it was cool. It was really awesome being a part of his that transformation in his life, um, and to see, you know, both, both of his, both of his family and his wife's family, seeing that come, seeing them come together was something, um, that I I guess I wasn't really, I wouldn't, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, so, you know, usually at family gatherings, uh, like at weddings, Um, You know, you have to, you meet a lot of the other family or, you know, you see old family that you haven't seen in a long time. Um, But for me, because I'm not, I'm not related to anyone there. It was a really, it was a really, I don't want to say it was out of body experience, but it was, it was oddly relaxing to kind of sit back and watch it happen and not be in a part of this whole, like, meeting new family thing, um, and so, you know, so I I didn't feel like I had to, uh, like, put on a front, basically, um, you know, I didn't have to, like, edit myself for grandma, or I didn't have to, uh, you know, uh, not bring up, uh, my cousin's graduation in front of, uh, my grandfather, or something like that, um, and so, yeah, so that was really, you know, that was kind of fun, you know, just kind of be able to uh, kick back to some extent. You know, I was I was very much uh, needed, um, you know, after, hopefully you can't hear my roommate's cat in the other room. Um, it was cool, you know, after the ceremony, uh, you know, there was, you know, we all went out to, like, take pictures and crap. Um, but then when I was done, you know, there were family members there who were, you know, they'd come up to me and be like, all right, you know, so what do we do? What are we doing for the reception? Like, you know, how do we organize all these things? Um, I mean, even before the ceremony, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of like, you know, what's going in the North sector, what's going in the South, what's going in the East, what's going in the West. Um, I don't believe we talked about it much at all, but he, he had a very non untraditional, Wedding, non-traditional wedding, um, where they they took the time during the ceremony to, jeez, oh, I should really know what each direction was for, but they took the time to, um, f- like, face each direction and say a prayer to it. But basically, each each direction meant something. So when they faced to the north, they were calling upon their ancestors you know, deceased relatives, not like, you know, like ancient uh, relatives who watch over, not, nothing like racist like that. Um, but, you know, just ghosts. Ghosts who you know, are were probably there um, but ghosts that they were inviting there to uh, receive their blessing, basically. Um, and so they, you know, so for the north part of the of the hall of the church. Um, you know, they had all of these, uh, old family photos laid out or like, you know, I think there might've been like someone's like uniform was out or, uh, like a knife that someone had made. I could be making that up, but that kind of stuff. And then they would face to the West where they called upon Hanuman. Um, and if you don't know who Hanuman is, uh he he's a an indian deity or a rather a not an indian deity he is a oh, a hindu deity um and i want to say that he is a bringer of life i want to say that he's like the opposite of kali but i don't think that's true um the best description i can give is that uh uh the the legend of monkey king is based off of hanuman um if you don't know who monkey king is that is the legend that um uh, uh goku is based off of um in the original dragon ball so i in a in a in a dumb way in my dumb own dumb description they were asking uh for goku's permission to get married. And fortunately, it was a very... It was a beautiful day out. It was the end of March in Portland. It should have been raining, but it wasn't. It was like 65 degrees, sunny. It was perfect. It was like... It was fantastic. It was, it was as if Hanuman was looking down on us and blessing this wedding. Um, now, I don't remember what was to the east or to the south. I do believe that they had tea to the south. But I didn't drink any of that. Um... And so yeah, so during the ceremony, you know, uh being a part of the ceremony was cool because you know, ev- everyone who was a part of the ceremony had a very specific role to play. And so so mine along with the maid of honor um our our job was to uh we went out first and we placed or I rather I placed the altar down in front of the officiant, uh, officiant, uh, the, the, the guy who who says yes, you are married now, whatever you call that. Um, I placed that down. She placed uh, some flowers down. I think I don't remember at this point. It's been a little while, um, and then we would walk around the circle to signify um, a a hole. Not like, like like whole like everything coming together. We are you know the path that we walked. We we tied a knot because we came up through the east end, um, placed down our things, walked around the whole circle, past the east end, and then sat in our chairs, which were to the south. You know, sort of uh, bringing it all together, and then everyone did that. You know, there was. Uh, four groups that, you know there were I think there were eight people total in the wedding party um and they all they all each placed something on the altar and then finally uh you know uh, Jesse and his wife showed up I'm gonna say his wife because I'm not sure if she wants me to name her um so yeah so it was cool it was you know it was something else being you know witnessing um my best friend getting married and, uh, you know, moving on in his life, uh, and re- you know, reaching another stage in, in his adulthood or in his life. Um, yeah. So the funny thing is for him, cause the ceremony lasted about 45 minutes, but to Jesse, he he felt it was maybe, like, five minutes. Like, he he didn't, like, black out, but, like... God, I wish I could remember what exactly he said. But, you know, like, there was... There were, you know, like, someone's phone went off at one point. It wasn't, like, a ringer, but, like, it was buzzing really loudly. Like, it was... Might as well have been a ringer. Um, someone, like, his uncle was sick, and so he had a little bit of, like, a coughing fit. He doesn't remember any of that. Um, and so he he from what i from what i understand it's almost as if he he feels as almost as if it was like more powerful than like any psychedelic or or drug induced trip um that he's been on which is amazing which is you know uh you know you know let's hope that someday i can find some kind of love that great that you know you lose time um yeah, which is crazy, and you know, I and I think he he's probably still thinking about it. Um, I know when we recorded the original episode six, he was still thinking about it. He was like, you know, just constantly on his mind. Um, and yeah, I wish I could do a better explaining it, do a better job explaining it. Um, it was just, it was uh, something else. Um. Yeah. And so this was, it was also, I guess I'll talk a more about my perspective. Um, Cause I'm not really remembering a lot of what he said. I know. So last time we had talked a lot about like the significance of everything in his wedding, because it was a very non-traditional wedding um, that I would assume that most listeners that um, you probably have a pretty traditional, like American style or, or uh, Judeo Christian wedding where everyone is, is sitting down in rows and the bride is uh, walked out by her father um, and she gets uh, attached to her husband. Um, yeah. And so what should I talk about? Oh, it's okay. So I had to make, um, a best man speech, which was, um, that might've been like the most nerve wracking part of all. Um, because I, so after the ceremony, you know, people are coming to me like, oh, you know, cause the whole the whole uh the wedding and the reception like we're in the same room and so it was on like six people to set up all the tables and the chairs or or basically move all the all the chairs so we could put the tables in dress the tables you know put the centerpiece on put the centerpieces on them um and so i'm you know i'm running around you know going from here to there and you know i don't have like any time to eat um and, you know, like, pretty much, like, right as I'm putting food in my mouth, like, for the first time in, like, a couple hours, um, you know, oh, hey, it's time for the toast, so then I'm called back outside, I start, you know, refilling glasses, and I've noticed that, you know, no one's got water at their table, so now I'm rushing downstairs to go fill up their, like, with their water pitchers, um, and I think there are a few other members in the wedding party, I think there are a couple of her sisters, um, who are kind of doing the same thing, um, because for some reason the caterers didn't do a lot of that, and I'm not quite sure why. Yeah, um, but yeah. So the the original plan was to uh, was to have me go up and then sort of inform everyone because there was no PA system. Um, Jesse was afraid that not only was he not going to be able to hear a lot. Of what was happening because he, you know, he's deaf in one ear. Um, he was afraid that a lot of his other family members weren't really going to be able to hear. So I was going to go up and kind of let everyone know that instead of a PA system, I was going to be recording them with my microphone. Um, so it didn't look too weird if I was just kind of like walking around, uh, like standing next to people. Um, but. Who was the guy the guy's name was Steve. I don't remember how he's related to Jesse's wife. Um I wanna say he's like a brother in law. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a brother in law. Um but he came up to me, you know, we we, we got chit chatting, you know, a little bit here and there, kinda of getting to know each other. Um and he's you know, he's a pretty down earth dude. He's pretty cool. Um, but then this was like the first time where he, you know, he like he walked up to me um and he presented it the question as like an option was like hey you know her father uh he he's thinking that he he's going to go up um and and uh, give a speech or whatever um because he's you know he's got like he's got like a million kids i don't know this guy just keeps pumping them out i don't know how he does it um but you know, so, so when Steve approached me, there it was a little strange because you know it was as if he was offering me like an option to like, okay, do you want to go up first or should you let Jack go up first? Um, but like in the tone of his voice, it was like, hey, uh, Jack is going up first, um, and he's gonna like say some stuff. So that was cool. That was you know it was because I I think the worst part about it was that I uh, had not prepared anything. Um, you know, I'd been thinking about this like for like a month of like what am I gonna say? Um, like how am I gonna say it? Um, like should I tell a story? Should I like what should I do? Um and so yeah, so after so Jack went up and he tell he's saying his toast, um, and, and Jesse and I both got the the feeling that it's it's sort of the same toast that he's been making at like all of his, all of his kids' weddings, um, and so it, it felt very scripted. It felt very, well, it didn't feel like scripted. It felt like he, like he knew exactly what he wanted to say, um, and then only to have him be followed by me, who was like much like this recording was kind of stumbling through my words and trying to, you know, get get something out there and, and trying to make it sound like meaningful, but it it was just it wasn't bad. It was just very different from his, uh, toast. Um, but then after that, you know, after like, I think honestly, I think that was like the, the part I was worried about the most was like, you know, basically like public speaking. I don't feel like I'm that bad at public speaking. I did a little bit of it in high school. Um, like there was one point where I had to, uh, I had to give a speech in front of like 400 people about, my experience uh I don't even remember what the hell it was about it was, was about my high school but but that's way off topic um yeah so after after the the speech, my nerves were were pretty calm at that point um and yeah it, you know after that the whole the whole thing just kind of flew by um you know it was really cool it was really. It honestly, it felt like I was like on vacation. not Not only because I was staying at, um, like a whole other house on the other side of town. There was there was this house that the wedding party was staying at, and so that was pretty cool. Um, it was, it's, it's this awesome. I think it's called the Villa. If you want to if you want to stay there, uh, look up the Villa. Probably on Airbnb. Um, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool little house. Um, uh, perfect for like parties or whatnot uh but yeah so it felt like honestly it felt like I was like on vacation and so you know that uh that Sunday you know it was a Friday Saturday Sunday event basically um so that Sunday I like I'm packing my stuff up and it it, it, I, it, I had I had the same feeling of like you know when you're packing up like from like leaving Disneyland or something um it was very much a uh, like oh man it's over like it happened so fast and like I remember some of it I don't remember these parts and it was just a very it wasn't like manic or wasn't you know like crazy it was just it was a wedding um, and I I don't know if they're all like that I can only assume that you know that's why that's why they you know well there's not a lot of TV shows based off of weddings but uh, yeah, it it was uh it was something else and I'm not necessarily looking forward to uh the next wedding in my life. Like not, not 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 mine, but like the next time that I am called upon to be in someone's wedding party. Um I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm not I'm also anticipating it, but I legitimately I don't know who the fuck I'm gonna I would do that for. listener if you want to contact the podcast you can always email us at saturn returns podcast at gmail.com you can reach out to us on twitter at saturn returns po. um you can you can call our voicemail at 361-420-1337 uh you know leave us a story of your saturn return Um, Or anything. I don't know. Maybe maybe you just want to call, say hi, hang up. It's it's all good. Um, I think I should probably bring this up. Because this this show, it's about... uh, You know, it's about growing up. Sort of. It's about like, adulthood, it's about our Saturn returns, um, and, you know, f- to, to, for me, um, a lot of, of it is, you know, it's the fact that, like, not only is there a, uh, astrologic, or astrolog- astrological explanation of, like, for the whole Saturn return thing, but there's, there's also a physical portion to it, if, you know, like, you like, your body it's not changing, but there are less, uh, hormones flowing through your body, through your brain. Uh, we, t- we talked a little bit about this in like episode three or four, I think, if you want to go back and listen to that. Um, but so because of that, you know, th- at this point in my life, um, I've, I've, I've grappled or I've struggled, uh, with depression for, a, for a pretty long time. It's, it's come and gone. Um, and it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, when it's bad, it's like, oh man, like this sucks. I should probably get some help. But at the same time, I'm so, um, depressed that I really can't do much about it that, you know, I'm, I'm in bed most of the time and, you know, I've thoughts of suicide or I, you know, I really don't want to do much of anything. Um, and then when it's good, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm all done. Cool, that was that was great. Um, but you know, pretty much like all of my twenties has like been that cycle and so now I'm at this point in my life I'm finally uh trying to uh get a handle on it. Um and so part of that was starting on antidepressants antidepressants and because I was using antidepressants, um, I I wasn't drinking for the longest time. Um, and so when we recorded episode six, um, the original episode six, I was hung over. Um, and so I had broken, I had, you know, broken maybe, I think it was like two or three months of sobriety. Um, and it's not like, I, I mean, I guess I was counting it, but it's not like, I'm not like kicking myself over it. Um, But yeah, but we, you know, we talked about that because, you know, I, I, you know, I got a new job and, you know, I kind of wanted to, it was a little bit of like celebrating that, but at the same time was also, you know, I went out with a buddy of mine who I hadn't like hung out with in a while, partially because of my depression, partially because, um, he's also busy, he's going to school, uh, like full time. Um, so we went out to uh, what was it? It was West Coast Tribute Night. Um, and pretty much, so I got, I got off work at like four o'clock. Um, and I was basically drinking until I wasn't drinking anymore until late into the night. Um, I want to say I had like eight drinks or something. Um, not that that's really important, but yeah. So I, I guess I just wanted to, you know, like to mention that, to mention that that happened. Um, and that, you know, you know, part of when I was sober, not that I was like totally sober because I was still like smoking weed or whatever. Um, but it was, it was really, you know, if I, you know, it's, it sort of opened my eyes to, you know, you don't, you don't need alcohol to have fun or to enjoy yourself or to relax or, you know, and I know a lot of people like, they fall into that trap of like, oh, like I'm going out for the night. I, you know, I better order a drink or, um, you know, it's Friday and I want to relax after getting off of work all weekend or all week. Um, I better have, you know, time to have a drink and the, and not that that's bad, not, you know, you can, you can do whatever you want. Fuck it. I don't care. Um, but it was, it was a really, like, I remember there was one night where I had, I was going out, um, for my buddy, uh, it's Nardo. That's his name. That's the guy who took me out the other night. We were going out for his birthday um, a few months ago, and um, I wasn't drinking at all. And I was. There was certainly like some temptations. You know, I was handed like a Jello shot at one point. Um, people kept on offering offering to buy me drinks. Um, but that's something I've never like done before. Is like turned down. Um a drink, um, and so, yeah, it was, you know, and so after, like, 20 minutes, you know, once you sit down, you start talking with, you know, with the other guys, I mean, I gotta be honest, like, there really wasn't that much of a difference, you know, the biggest difference was that I wasn't spending money on drinks, I didn't wake up feeling crummy, um, that's one thing I've definitely noticed, is that, as I'm, as I'm getting older, you know, not only, you know, cause you, you, know, so when you're 19, when I was 19, I like never had a hangover. I could drink all night and then wake up the next morning and be like ready to go. I might be a little like tired, you know, a little groggy. Um, but as you get older, that changes. Um, and now I'm at the point where if I, if I drink one day, if I, you know, drink enough, I think if I, you know, if I have like a Bud Light, that's not really going to do much, but if, you know, if I'm, if I have, like, three drinks or something, or I have, like, you know, like a, like a harder alcoholic beverage, um, not, not only do I feel, like, physically worse, like, you know, hungover and dehydrated, um, but just, like, my mental state isn't, isn't that great, um, like, I'm not, that I'm not motivated, like, to do the things I want to do, or do the things that I should be doing, um, that's another thing I'm also trying to work on are my shoulds, um, but that's not what this episode is about. Um, and so, yeah, so, you know, not drinking for the longest time, I think one, I lost a lot of weight, uh, and two, you know, not drinking that whole time, um, you know, at the wedding people, mostly people at the wedding party, people who knew me, uh, apparently they were all very surprised at how fast I was moving around and getting stuff done. Um, and just, you know, cause I was not, not only was I helping with the, the reception that day, uh, but I was helping beforehand, you know, like making dinner or, you know, getting people situated and stuff like that. Um, and so, yeah, so I guess, you know, part of this journey that you're on with me and Jesse, um, is about, I guess, you know, realizing that the, the things you do, not whether it be like drugs and alcohol or whether it's, I don't know, like the way you treat people, um, it, it has long lasting effects. Um, it's not just like a, Oh, I can, I'll do this and tomorrow I'll be, we fuck, you know, I'll sleep in tomorrow or something and then I'll be fine. Like, no, like, you know, at least, you know, for me, part of this is realizing that, Everything you do has a, has a lasting effect. Um, yeah, I kind of just came to that conclusion now. That wasn't something in the original episode. Um, but yeah, uh, for our younger listeners, hey, you you don't have to you don't have to drink to have fun. You don't have to smoke to have fun. Um, ultimately, you don't have to do anything you don't you don't want to do so i'll i'll leave it at that um yeah and uh we'll talk at you next episode i hope you enjoyed this and yeah have a good Saturday. this episode's music was lone star by jim guthrie the saturn returns podcast is a sole production of jesse and justin i hope you enjoyed today's episode